Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, our newest podcast for High on LAFC. And I'd like to introduce myself. As you know, my name is Dylan Monroy. You've seen me in videos. You see my passion for LAFC. And I will show you all that passion here on this podcast as much as possible. But... Here, there is someone that I would love to introduce you to who equally, if not more, honestly, is more passionate about this club, LAFC. And that is my good friend, Jorge Martinez. Welcome to the podcast. Yo, what's going on, my man? What is up, my dude? It's great to have you here. I'm glad we can finally get this started, man. Wait, I just had to say something really quick. What? Just because I, you know, once you said it, I kind of just thought about it, but it's, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Hmm. I'm confused by that statement, uh, to be honest. Never, okay, okay. It's, a, it's this video, right? <laughs> this is back from, like, the Vine days. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this guy, and he puts on, he, like, a like a Spider-Man, like, outfit, and then he puts spoons on his eyes. And he goes, and he goes, like, records into the bathroom. He's like, it's Wednesday, my dudes. And that's it. <laughs> that's the whole video. <laughs> but because it's, as of the recording of this podcast, it is Wednesday. And you said that. So I just, I had to, I had to, bro. You know what, bro? I had to. <laughs> it's that kind of storytelling and enthusiasm that I want to hear on this podcast. And I'm sure all of you guys will also enjoy Jorge uh, speak. And for sure about LAFC, if there's anyone who loves this club, it's Jorge. Because he and I, I will acknowledge I was there too. Mm-hmm. You know, don't want to be like too egotistical about it. But anyway. You were there, you were there. I was there. LAFC. Jorge and I were there from the very beginning, from when it didn't even have a stadium where they actually broke ground. Mm -hmm. Jorge, I'll admit I wasn't there. Jorge, you were there, I think, at the event where they where they broke ground, correct? No, no, I I wasn't. That that was. See, unfortunately, this was uh, back in the day when I um I really put my work above all else. Really, you did that then. This yeah. was like six years ago. I know. No, Seven years it was ago. more of like when I thought like, oh, I can't miss work for anything. I can't ask. For oh, okay. You know, it's like when I still have that mindset where now it's just like, no, I worked a lot yesterday. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to work that much enough. today. No. So now it's different. So unfortunately, I wasn't mature enough to be like, F off work, you know? I mean, I wasn't going to do that. But, you know, at least at least try to like try to get time off and go. And so no, I wasn't there for that. And, you know, it's like, I think it was like, Fortunately, a lot of the events are like in the afternoon uh, and uh, in LA, so they're always a little bit difficult to get to, but I can easily make that happen now. Uh, and, and I do for all the games now I do so I wasn't there at that event no but, but I've been oh, there man. at plenty of events damn I was just like <laughs> definitely disappointed because I'm like uh, I had the same issue but damn, um, I know but dude it's oh, well. I mean look all that tells you is or what like, all that tells you is that we were we were we were fans since that time. We we have been fans since that time, and in, it's we've been members. We've been members since then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, I still remember. I was at said job, and uh, <laughs> I I remember exactly where I was actually, because you you texted me about it. I just remember sitting there and looking at my phone, and you got a text like, dude, like we're 
uh, LAFC is like officially like releasing tick like uh, memberships or like to sign up like you just have to sign up it's just $50 to sign up you don't have to pay anything else until the team actually starts playing until the, the inaugural season he's like so and all it is is just $50 to get in all the rest will be figured out later and I was like thinking about it and I was like I remember telling myself while sitting there at my desk dude Jorge what is there to think about? I was like, it's fifty dollars. Yeah, that's you spent a, it. You spent that at the bar weekly, bro. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> not more. Yeah. So this is like when I was like twenty-two, and this is my this was my thought process out because this was twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. It was twenty fifteen. I was like twenty-two, and I remember thinking to myself, it's fifty dollars right now. Like I know in the future. Like I I, I remember thinking to myself. Season tickets to anything right now in California, because I mean, or in Southern California, because we have extremely popular teams. I mean, I don't know how like season tickets for like baseball and stuff, but I'm just thinking about like basketball and how expensive it can be. It's, it's expensive in yeah. general. So like sports, yeah. yeah. And LA is such like a hub for sports, Orange County, SoCal in general, that like the season tickets here for most teams are super expensive. So I was just thinking, I, that's not something I can afford right now. But then I realized this isn't right now. Like it's just fifty dollars to buy in. And I remember you even told me like if in the future you decide to not go move forward, you get your money back. So I was like, there's literally no risk. Mm-hmm. And I, I just there's I think from that very moment that that kind of made me realize something about the club. I mean I don't know if it was like it necessarily uh, reflects their core values or anything, but it was just that sort of like yeah man like. Whatever you guys decide, no pressure. It's all good. Like, it's just something about, it. just like, it's so inviting. The club itself was inviting. You know, it's funny you say that because I think from the beginning, um, when I heard about this, you know, heard about the expansion club LAFC, I was a little bit like, huh, you know, like, oh man, I don't know. They'd be the second team in LA. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd be the Clippers to the Lakers version which is Galaxy because they have yeah. all the championships yeah you know? at that time I mean Galaxy was really big I personally I, I just could never I, I couldn't do it um, mm-hmm. and I know you couldn't either but like there was something like inviting like you said about LAFC and I felt like well first of all the black and gold already I was like Shee! already to me the favorite I like color scheme of like, the entire league like, it's just like class i love that honestly it's one of my favorites it's my high school one as well so i think that was cool um but yeah lac just had something it was cool you yeah know? man it, it was, was cool it gave me a cool vibe that galaxy just didn't give me there for whatever reason even though they had yeah. beckham you know you know that's is that's the crazy thing is that they've had beckham and they've had plenty of other players that i genuinely liked in the past like donovan donovan you know uh the dos santos brothers uh even jesse sardis when he was coming up i actually i mean nowadays i've, I've you've heard me you know you know how i feel but i mean i'm yeah. talking i'm really <laughs> talking about the national team and going forward and that's okay. that's why i'm so critical on him but dude in his day when he was younger dude jesse started i was a pretty big man i was always buying him for chelsea in my career mode and like uh, making him like the next best thing but like it's i there i was fan of players and of course like you said david beckham yeah, david beckham is cool yeah you know? but there was just something you would just go i i, I just, it just felt 
It felt, you know when, like, there's, like, chicken with no seasoning? Like, it's plain. Had, like, it's just plain? Like, like, it's just plain. Like, you probably just boiled it, not even put salt in it, and it's just, like, just, <laughs> just black. <laughs> I'm laughing because, bro, honestly, I'm a terrible cook, uh-huh. and I just make it as plain as you just <laughs> oh, mentioned. come on, Just bro. to get the protein. <laughs> but anyway. You gotta spice it up, man. You know, I'll, nah, nah, nah. Look, when I was, like, when I, I used to cook like that, too, until one day I was, like, dude, <laughs> There's no reason that I can't cook good food. Like, I, I, I got tired of it, dude. I mean, when I used to make my chicken like that, I would put a shit ton of mustard. It would be good. Don't knock me for that until you've tried it. <laughs> but, yeah. like, I, it was, like, I mean, like, mustard has, like, zero calories. So, you know, that's the perfect, like, thing to throw on there to keep the... Kind of weird still. Yeah. But okay. I did it, dude, but I, I had to evolve, man. I couldn't eat, keep eating that. And, like, and that's what, what happened, dude. That's exactly... With like LASC and like or LA Galaxy and LASC, like I, I went to the games, but I just there was nothing. It just didn't attract me. There was nothing there for me. I never felt like one of them. And it wasn't like uh, it's not a dig at like being mistreated or anything. I just didn't necessarily feel a sense of community. Right. Uh, I just you know just I was a big fan of European mm-hmm. soccer. You know European football, right. and like I wanted to have that experience, I guess, mm-hmm. here. And when I went to a Galaxy game, I didn't get that vibe of no. like the passion, I guess. Uh-huh. And I'm not gonna, you know, dig at the fans of Galaxy because, mm-hmm. you know, we compete against them. It's always a big game. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna give them their mm-hmm. credit because they are passionate, but it's yeah, just- Yeah, this is like back different. then at least. This, I'm talking about like back then. Yeah, this, that's how, the, the Galaxy, I'm not that, okay, we're not, trying to like make them you know make amends or anything but yeah it with all due respect like they they have their fans and they have their crowds back then and i'm sure like most mls games or maybe not i don't know because that was the only team here yeah like it was just boring it it was it did have like a boring feeling and okay well obviously you know fast forward a little bit Mm because as the club was building the bank of california stadium when they signed carlos Vela. Dude, that was it. I was like, game set, man. I I was flabbergasted that that even happened because to get a player to come to a club that mm-hmm. doesn't even exist. Not only that, but Carlos Vela was in his prime. And let's not forget, I, I think people forget this just because they, they just look at recent history and people just think Carlos Vela MLS. But, dude, Carlos Vela uh, in in Spain was a, was a menace. He him, was fantastic. Him and the Greece... You know, Griezmann, they they were just they were they were killing it. He he was just. I mean, I think you you could even say that he has cult cult hero like uh, status in in uh, I think he's one of those that like, uh, you know, shows that he is like a cult status. Yeah, you know? he's they 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 were about him. They loved him. They absolutely loved him. Like he was like almost like I don't know if you want to call him a club legend or not, but it, he was that type of player. So I, I think it's at that time. Well, okay. Well, in 249 appearances, Carlos Vela had 73 goals and wow. 42 assists. Okay? So, he contributed significantly to the team. And this is at his prime. Mm-hmm. And he decided to leave Spain at that yeah. time. And and I think he, people forget, too. This guy played his... Aside from uh, the MLS, his whole career was in Europe. 
his oh, yeah. whole career. So he was destined to be greater than he actually is now. To I be agree. honest, I, I just saw a video of him at Arsenal. You saw? I'm pretty sure you saw the same video, right? Where he like yeah. chests it and he pops it over like the guy. Is that the one? I think so. Yeah. yeah he, basically, he does the ball. I think Kieran Gibbs sends him a long ball. He traps it with his chest, and in doing so, he does a little sombrerito over to the the defender. He bombs himself forward. He's like right outside. Like I would say he's probably like 20 yards out from goal. He goes forward. He's to the, to the left of goal. The keeper comes out and he just chips it right over them. And that's just like magnificent. That is like Messi-esque kind of stuff that we yeah, saw of yeah. a young Vela. And that's stuff that we see him doing not so often anymore because, you know, right. his ability isn't where it was two seasons ago, you know, 2019. or That's three seasons ago, I should say. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, that season, we saw him doing that kind of stuff all the time. I think yeah. to break the record, he scored a bicycle kick against uh, Tim Howard on the last day of the season, right? I don't remember that yeah, exactly, yeah. but really? I, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I remember because I, I was actually, I knew, you know, I, was, I wasn't sitting in my seats because it was an afternoon game. It was noon. It was like 12 o'clock, um, and it was October, so it was kind of hot. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Uh, my wife and I got there a little late and we kind of wanted to go to the 32-52 but it was too late to, to get in uh, like to you know, try to sneak our way in and because um, it was already packed <clears throat> and then we didn't want to sit in our seats because the sun yeah back so, then we were at the very top of the stadium <laughs> on the on the the other side yeah. of the suites so mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about people yeah so we, I, I remember we were just standing in the in the in the not in the crowd I should say you know well when you first walk in if you're coming off of um, I think it's off of Martin Luther right yeah I think it's Martin Luther and uh, and I don't know dude point is you saw Vela score yeah, by I, I was in front of the I was in front of the goal like he, I was watching him like this and so it was on our side of the stadium where we are right now yeah man um, it was, I, he, I saw him score that goal and I was like in disbelief I was just shocked dude we saw him score so many crazy goals that year you're right with mm-hmm. his that amazing left foot that he has that the accuracy the spin the curl uh, uh, his left foot's so good he doesn't need a weak foot he doesn't need a weak foot yeah he's done his whole career without a weak foot that's for sure and um well yeah Going back to what I was getting to. <laughs> my bad, bro. Carlos Vela, you know, joining this club really ignited my interest in um, in this team. I already had, we had the season ticket membership already, right? But uh-huh. when Vela came, it gave me a sense of urgency to win. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Galaxy just won a championship like three seasons ago, but they were on the downturn. Yeah, And then LAFC were kind of like, ooh, this new sexy thing, a black and gold jersey, they just signed mm-hmm. Carlos Vela. And fast forward a little bit more, the first game at the bank, or where they even brought us to the bank uh-huh. first. You remember when they invited us? I remember going to the bank when they invited, I think, all the members mm-hmm. for like an early you know, open house mm-hmm. of, the, of the stadium. I was in awe of how beautiful it was how it is oh it's just every time I go into the bank I'm just like it's it's stunning the way they constructed a soccer specific stadium because Mm -hmm. every seat almost in the house is a good view of the game you really can't go wrong like 
I know the the ends are never the best places to, uh, to watch a game, mm-hmm. but you could still see the entire field. And I think that is just so amazing about the construction of the bank. I agree. So in the first game, with the, when seeing the 3252, as enthusiastic as they were, in a beautiful stadium, with Carlos Vela playing on the pitch, I thought, this is like soccer nirvana growing in in los angeles oh i feel like that's what it was it was like a like a like a revolution and and you know what in in a way it's it helped the galaxy too (laughs) yeah i i think so too i think it it helped them because i feel like ever since then i've i've never seen or heard galaxy fans be more vocal until LAFC was around like before that mm-hmm. Galaxy fans were, you know I mean in my in my experience at least never heard a thing from them all of a sudden I, like all of a sudden when LAFC comes out and I say I'm in LA, I was like oh yeah I bought some tickets I'm to LAFC I, I'm um, consider, you can consider me a fan all of a sudden haters they were, they were haters and there were <laughs> Galaxy fans people I didn't even know I was like what the fuck you like soccer since when <laughs> you yeah. know and it's just like I, so in, in a way like it, it helped them because it it like you know it's like when you bring in like a like a backup player like mm-hmm. when you're you know your striker's not playing well so you bring in another one to create competition or with keepers I should say that happens a lot more with keepers you bring in another keeper you create competition to make the other one better right and inadvertently you know we kind of helped uh uh, LA Galaxy get uh, at least to me now I see that they have like fans <laughs> they, to me Galaxy fans. are back to relevancy but actually they have to me and I know we haven't won a title Mm -hmm. but to me I feel like LAFC are just growing at such a rapid pace Mm -hmm. here in Los Angeles in this entire area dude I feel like all of LA like it's like LAFC it's becoming an LAFC community Uh and um, I'm here for it man because this club is showing that they're here to win not I mean we can talk about early seasons mm-hmm. where we were so close Jorge Ugh. I mean we we were so close on multiple occasions and I'm not just talking about in the playoffs and you know trying to get uh-huh. through the MLS Cup but also the Champions League in CONCACAF just missing out on Tigres you know Gignac the legend like LAFC in the early years which it's only been what Five seasons now, six. Yeah, right. So, so since twenty eighteen. So yeah, the first three seasons were absolutely epic. I thought of LAFC and Carlos Vela was mm-hmm. just next level. One of those being his MVP season. Oh my goodness! I still, which we've already mentioned. I can't. I still. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, I can't believe that season. That year just seems so unreal to me. Like, that was like, I had so much fun going to the bank. Like so much when I, I even I don't even want, I, I might bite my tongue you know maybe I should, but I felt like that was like the best time to go like it was like I like I have fun all the way, like now, but at least for me personally like during that time, it was I just those I feel like were like the golden years. Uh, look, I agree with you because um, Carlos Vela at that time was the best player mm-hmm. in the league. And this is at a time where Zlatan Ibrahimovic was around. Uh-huh. Okay, not only that, Los Angeles is known for its stars. You've already mentioned it with the baseball 
Dodgers mm. and basketball Lakers. And for me, like a closer relationship I have is basketball. Right. So to me, Kobe Bryant putting on a show at the Staples Center, whatever game you went to was absolutely exciting. And like, just, it was crazy to see a legend play like he did. In that, in that year, that's how it felt, like Carlos Vela. Mm -hmm. Just an amazing player putting on excellent displays on whoever it was Dude, he right? was playing against. It's like you just knew, like, going to the bank, you were, you, there was no doubts ever. Like, you just kind mm -hmm. of, like, it was like bliss. It, it was something else, man. Yeah, and but I feel like we're, we're getting there again. Well... Well, of course we're getting there, my uh, friend. <laughs> we're getting there. But, um, you know, then came the COVID time, yeah. which, you know, is kind of a weird moment because uh, we all went through that yeah. together, and it was the entire world. Every, you know, and you can clearly see how it's, I mean, it's something we're still dealing with now. I mean, there's like clubs are still recovering financially. Like, mm -hmm. It hasn't been easy. I think that with all the stuff that's come to light with every team, almost every other team, it seems like. And, and not just that, but just all over the world, everything that happened, we're still dealing with it. And uh, I mean, I, I think for me, the biggest thing that I noticed during that time regarding LAFC was that that went down or that kind of, you know, hasn't been the same sense was, was really Carlos Vela. And, and I, I completely understand why, because, you know, he didn't uh, travel with the team into the bubble. And because he had a, just concerns with his family, he didn't want to put his family at risk. And I think his wife was pregnant at the time, right? Yeah, he, right. she. I believe she was pregnant at the mm -hmm. time. And I think if he went, he wouldn't have been able to be there for the birth of his child also. I'm not entirely sure, but it was, I'm pretty sure um, the reason was, it, it, it was because his wife was pregnant. I just it was don't family remember. related and, 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 you know, understandable. Yeah, and it's, I mean, you never want to put your family at risk. So it's family first. And... <clears throat> But he didn't travel with the team in the bubble. So he was at home uh, doing his fitness, you know, regimen, whatever it may be. But he wasn't getting game experience or game fitness. He wasn't training regularly with the squad. And we all know that you can train as intensely as you want on your own. But ultimately, you have some sort of like training structure with the squad and with the correct, you know, like uh, coaches and stuff to really, really keep you in tip top shape. And at the same time, like, you know, training by yourself, you can only push yourself so hard, but when you're, you know, at least, you know, it's not the same thing as playing a game, but playing scrimmages mm -hmm. with your teammates is at least something. And he's not, you know, not doing that. And then the first game back, and it was against Galaxy, and uh, this is when the, you know, when they come back here, and when the MLS, like, resumed after the, mm -hmm. the bubble happened, and um, they came back and started playing. The first game was against Galaxy, and they start Vela. And I t right when I see him starting, I'm like, I don't know, this is a good idea. This guy hasn't played. Like, all these guys are, are like, have been playing. Mm -hmm. They were playing, basically, a tournament-style season. Yeah. And in the span of a month. So, like, they were playing a lot of games and training, too. So, they were... I feel like that was the beginning of the downfall, of at least injury-wise, yeah, Bella, huh? because that's when he... I remember he came off at half... I don't even know if it was halftime or before halftime. But he came off that game injured, and since then... I think that was the injury that kept him out for a little while, and then he just can never really get back. He can never get a uh, like a continuous set of games to get back the fitness and form uh, before another nagging injury came up, and this is kind of in a, like a battle since then. And, and uh, you know, fortunately now things are looking different, but it's just I really feel like I was like the when when all the injuries started. Yeah, but 
you know, the, that was a, a bad period for, I think, the entire league, you know, because of COVID and what it caused, of course. And, you know, unfortunately for our club, LAFC, you know, Vela being injured, like, that was the beginning of, I feel like, a rebuilding process for LAFC of that, you know, maybe we can't rely too much on one star, yeah. you know, in Carlos Vela uh -huh. anymore. And yeah. I just feel like, you know, as last year came around, you know, Vela continued with his na nagging injuries, and we ended up signing Chicho. But Chicho's been absolutely amazing. And, and Rossi back yeah. then, you know. Right, really we still had up. Rossi. He stepped up at the time, and, you know, man, it's, I was just thinking, like, I forget Rossi used to play for us. Like, what a great player. Ah. I know, man. Like, yeah, I still wish he was around, Me honestly. Too. Me too. Me too. But I hope he does well in Turkey. Hope he moves on to you know bigger and better teams too eventually. I hope so too. Yeah. But, um, but Chicho, dude, what a what a revelation he's been. Like I, I, it's like this can guy. You believe, this guy just showed up last year in yeah. August. So he's only been here for like a full season, like yeah, in terms yeah. of like t games played. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. I, I, up to now, you could say he's been here for like a season. Yeah. And he's dude. He's a fan favorite already. Like, and how could he not? Like, he's he's got such a good attitude. He looks like he's a great team player. I never really see him get mad. I I, would, I wouldn't say he's a good team player because he you know although he's a number nine you know finisher. I feel like he has a great sense of where his teammates are, mm -hmm. and maybe he doesn't always make the perfect pass, mm -hmm. but he he does a, he makes a good pass. Yes. He doesn't he knows what to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, that the the last game, uh, who was it against? I'm already forgetting. It was a banger game too. The one we were we were there, right? Yeah. The one at the bank, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm just gonna check my phone. I don't know why it's like slipping my well, mind. Well, you know, regardless, Chicho put on a show. I thought he was the the. For me, that was the one where oh, it was Vancouver. No, it was not. <laughs> uh, FC Dallas. There we go. Yeah, that was a that that was game. a really good game, and he just to me he was the heart of the team that day in terms of the attack. I mean, he got two assists and a goal. And it just really, really showed what what he's capable of, and he's been such a great asset to the team. I think. He, yeah, Chicho has been an excellent addition, and uh, I hope we continue to keep him around, and hopefully he helps win a championship. But yeah, we'll see how things. I kind of now want to get to like present day LAFC uh -huh. because you know we've talked already about the history a little bit mm -hmm. we've talked about seasons past you know Vela's impact but we're you know we're a young club Extremely. you know but we are going for it and that's something that I admire and I'm grateful mm -hmm. as a fan and as a season ticket holder that my club is trying to go all in in trying to get a championship yeah well I think that was our biggest gripe for the longest time was like where we were we saw a lot of movements happening I mean uh, happen we saw a lot of players come in and then right away go out like for example uh, Corey Baird uh, from Salt Lake you know he came in he was here for, for like a month or so I feel like or just a few months and then he was transferred out so we saw a lot of that going on so we were like well, what's going on like when are we going to get like another like big signing you know like a, like okay we got Vela 
and like but we need to and not the same oh and we lost rossi we lost rossi so we're we're shipping out all these players we've we gave up or we sold our player the defender of the year with um walker zimmerman still the biggest regret lafc has to this day Mm -hmm. i will stay that proudly because i really believe that we should have kept zimmerman and he's he's such an amazing center back but i mean that's just like it, it, we we were letting go of players, we're play, letting players go, and all of us are just sitting back and thinking. And I remember talking to all my other friends, like, "What is going on?" Like, did you at one point think it was about the money? At one point, I really started thinking, like, "Do they not care? Like, yeah. is it about the money?" Because like the team. That's was, how I felt like, at one point too. Yeah, the, the team was. I mean, it wasn't necessarily. Well, the team was playing bad actually. There was a point where that I felt like it mm-hmm. was. It was kind of. It was disappointing. It was. Well, after yeah. having so much success, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, we were just this. It, it was kind of like a disappointing time, but it, in many ways, you know, we were being a little bit. Uh, we're spoiled. <laughs> spoiled, okay. of course. We, we're being spoiled because all we knew is like winning, 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 yeah. and then you know we weren't winning for a while. But it's we had to be patient. We didn't understand, and we don't know everything that happens, you know, in the back, in the in, in the front office, scenes, behind of course the scenes. Not. Like, only so much we can know. You know, we here as fans, you know, have access to. So we didn't understand, but like now, it, I understand. <laughs> well, definitely now. Uh, let's get to the present day, my friend. As Jorge said, it is Wednesday. It's Wednesday of twenty twenty two. And it currently is June 6th. So, July 6th. <laughs> July 6th, excuse me. Um, and we have some crazy additions to this club. Dude, I that, never thought I'd see the day. That, in my opinion, are breaking barriers around the world in terms of MLS, you know, mm-hmm. as a league. But first, well, even both of them because of the caliber of player. And I'll start with the guy at center back mm-hmm. who has played for Italy his entire career, oh won a Euro Cup just last summer, and has won countless trophies for Juventus. Giorgio Chiellini joins LAFC in for TAM money. Dude. And, okay, you can say what you want about him being a 37-year-old center back with a lack of pace. But it should be understood that Chiellini's impact as a leader, as a professional, as a motivator, and as a you know edu- you know educator. He's like an off-field captain. Exactly, he is so pivotal to a lot of these players' um, development that they will never, most likely never see because they might not get to Europe. Like, do you think about it right now, bro. Like, there's, there's like kids, there's kids on that squad, you know, from the academy, from LA. You know, could you think, or there's like players there that just signed, like, you know, from a college, you know, on the draft. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, for example. And now you're, could you imagine that? Like, you're now you're, First, Carlos Vela, that's insane. Now you're training with Giorgio Chiellini? Yeah. Hey, Giorgio Chiellini. How was it playing in the final versus England in such a, you know, high-pressure game, knowing that it's the first time that they were going to win the Euros? I think, I I believe it was for Italy, right? I believe it was the first time they won the Euros. Like, the pressure, the stories, um, 
It's just, it's not said enough. And I think Chiellini will play. He will play at least a fair amount in big games, big matches. So I'm so excited for that. But there's another guy that, I'll be honest, I had no clue. Not that I had any idea Giorgio Chiellini was going to join. But Gareth Bale joining LAFC is the absolute bombshell of the season. Dude. What Gareth Bale has done in his career, whatever, say what you want about his golf and whatever it is, hobby, Mm -hmm. and what happened at Madrid. But this man played in Champions League finals, El Clasico finals. This is like the pinnacle of club soccer. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is... You don't get higher than this. You don't get sold to become the most expensive transfer of all time at that time. At that time, yes. But still, I believe it was like more than a hundred million. Dude, he was more than Ronaldo when he went to Madrid. That kind of player is now. He was supposed like going to wear black and gold. Yeah, it's just, it's insane, dude. Like. This guy scored a bicycle kick or like, a, you know, like a ch- kind of choppy bicycle kick. Was, you got to do what you got to do against Liverpool in the Champions League final. You know, this guy ran circles around Mark Bartra and then scored. Like, it's, yeah. we've all seen that goal, the Copa del Rey final. This is an amazing, this is a world-class player. Oh, yeah, that left boot. Dude, I don't remember how many times... I saw Gareth Bale score bangers from outside, like, you know, like 20 yards out, like, all the time. Like, He made it look simple. Like, you, you were mentioning it. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be the heir to Ronaldo. He was that talented in mm-hmm. where Real Madrid, one, thought he would be. They made him the highest transfer. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he may not have lived up to the expectations of being Ronaldo. But to where he got to a Madrid five mm-hmm. Champions Leagues I, I think it's three La Liga title doesn't matter countless trophies with Real Madrid where almost no player of mm-hmm. that caliber has been in MLS this to me is almost equals the David Beckham yeah. move I, I, I'll give Beckham a little bit more just because of at the time MLS was nothing uh-huh. and he was in his time, I mean, like, I guess you could even say, you could argue, um, Beckham was definitely a, the bigger celebrity. Oh, yeah. He was a big, because he's, like, but he was, he was like very 40 to, million followers yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, well, you know, Beckham was married to, was oh. married to Victoria, and, oh, yeah. you know, so, so Posh and all that posh stuff. Posh Spice, yeah. Yeah, so there's, so there was that to it, so that's why it also made him even bigger in that sense, you know, because mm-hmm. he was, like, Bale is... Is a is a world class athlete where Beckham wasn't an athlete and a celebrity at the same time. He was doing yeah. kind of both. He was like a Neymar kind of player, I guess you can say. But but still, yeah, like the impact of Bale coming to LAFC and Jorge. This is at a time where, as of right now, we are first in the West mm-hmm. and we're the best team in the entire league. Okay, and we have, I'll say, to me including the Carlos Vela MVP season, this is the best team 
we've had. I agree. As far as balance all across the pitch and I think quality substitutions. Oh, 100% yes. And goalkeeping has been more solid as of late with Max Cripo. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be adding, as we mentioned, Giorgio Chiellini and now Gareth Bale, who almost single-handedly handedly got Wales into that playoff. Dude, oh man. Like, and then goes about scoring a free kick, you know, whether it was a deflection or not, on Ukraine to send his country. But it had to be Bale, right? It just had to be Bale. <laughs> it had to be Bale. <laughs> send his country to the World Cup in 64 years for the first time. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is stuff of like dreams. I, like we, this is stuff of dreams. Like this, I think we here forget because not that it's easy, but for the longest time, it was the, uh, Me- it was Mexico and the USA always going to the World Cup. There was a point like in, I, for me as a kid up until 2018 where they just always went. You know, so for Wales to go to the World Cup, like, this is huge. 64 years, like, that's more than, that's a, the more than people can have been alive like us, for example. I wasn't Bale was not even around, Bale wasn't man. even around, man. I don't know how old his parents might be, but yeah. they were babies, probably, you exactly. know? Exactly, exactly. His parents were probably babies. Well, they could probably be, they, maybe they were kids. kids. They might have been kids. <laughs> but that's that just goes to show, like, this is... That's a long time. This is a very long time. That's, you know, congrats to him and Wales. So, like, it's this is awesome. This is what he brings to the to the team to the table he's he's that kind of guy like you know that like he's gonna what he's capable of like he's that like, exactly like what you said say what you want about him about golf and everything but when his heart's in it, it it's it's there you can tell and right now I feel like in a way he he we all know why he's here you know a big part of it is the World Cup so he wants to be fit for that so it's in his best interest to to play his 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 best to keep his form to to take I mean I, we all saw that he doesn't take much for him to keep his form, but for his fitness you know I mean hopefully like he gets to a point where I I, I assume he would like to start and play most if not all the games Wales are going to play I mean this is his, probably his one and only World Cup I I think you know I think this season LAFC getting Gareth Bale. Um, was an excellent opportunity because they have no risk because Bale is also being paid through TAM money, not through a designated player contract. Insane how they managed I don't know how they pulled that off, but that's incredible. And I really, truly believe because Wales are in the World Cup, because this will be the first time in 64 years, Bale is going to train hard, play you know his best because he needs to and i don't know if he plays every single game yeah definitely no turf games i don't expect him to play i don't i wouldn't even do that but but he can be a significant contributor to our championship cup bid this season and i think we were already 
going that way. I think with the signings that we had already done at the beginning of the season, we were just yeah. like, okay, like, yeah, we're... This is strong. It was a strong, a strong team, team before that. This is a strong team. Because, you know, we made some pretty good moves, you know, with, like, Sanchez and Acosta. Like, we started bringing in, uh, I guess you can say, veteran players from within the league, which we didn't really have before. We had a lot of young blood. Mm-hmm. And did. so now we have, you know, Ilya Sanchez and, and Killian Acosta... Cripo. Cripo, Maxim Cripo, and then we've, we've added to the back line with Franco Escobar. Uh, you know, thankfully, he's finally starting Even to Even Hollingshead, who I think has been fantastic. I agree. Hollingshead just has fit right in. He's been yeah. wherever. I've seen him. I think he's, I've seen him both play on the right and the left. He's two-footed, man. I think he's five-star weak foot in LAFC. Damn. Or in, in FIFA. FIFA? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's a, he's a great player so far. So I, I just think the additions that the squad has made or that, you know, LAFC and, and uh, Thornton have made have, have been really great. And, I mean, it's, it's I, like you said, before the signings of Chiellini and Bill, I, I agree. I think we were looking really like favorites for this, the cup. But now it's like, hey, like this, this is. To me, this is, well, we, we, we've yeah. talked about it. This is a championship or bust yep, year. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Well, yeah, like said, we're talking, we have to, we have to. And what happens if we don't? I'm still going to love this club no matter what. But, like, this is if this is as good as a chance of we're going to get. Like, this is like, okay, this is the one. Like, this is the one. Like, this has to be it. To me, this is a lot of pressure. It's a lot, you're right. Like, I think pressure. because of Bale, not so much Chiellini rep, but Bale. Mm-hmm. Because of who he is, where he comes from, mm-hmm. his pedigree. And LAFC already had, like, you know, they were front runners. Mm-hmm. This is like, you have to win it. And I think LAFC has that chance to do it this year, like I you said. So. And it, it, the season, to me, would be a failure, but I'm not going to ever no, hate on my club, yeah. you know? But Just this is the it, moment. Yeah. This is the moment to win. A MLS Cup right before the World Cup. Oh, this is the moment. So sweet. And I'm so excited for that to happen. Dude, could you see that like in Gareth, like uh, in, in Bale's like trophy cabinet, MLS Cup too. Ooh, right next to one of his Champions League uh, medals. Yeah, dude. He'll, he'll own the league, man. He can go off whenever he wants. Yeah, I, man, as whatever. long as he scores bangers, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we know exactly what he's here for, so it's, it's, and he's going to contribute. I, with that being said, I do wholeheartedly believe that he's going to contribute to the league or to the team, you know, when yeah. he's a, he's a great player and I'm excited, you know, when Bill's one of those players and actually like most players, when you're happy, you play, you play well, it shows, it shows on the field, it shows when you're happy. So hopefully we can make him happy here at home, make him at home here, I should say. And uh, we see that reflected in his game. I I think Gareth is gonna love Los Angeles, Hollywood, the bright lights, the stars, mm-hmm. you know, and he's gonna he's gonna be that star, you know. But uh, I'm just hoping it's sooner rather than later, because because yeah. we know Bale hasn't been a consistent player, you know, so, as yeah, on the yeah. pitch. I'm not expecting him to like. I mean. I know what he did, like in the for those like World Cup games, like he wasn't paying much and he wasn't necessarily in the greatest of form. But it's been some time since then, and he, at least back then he was like training while he was in Madrid. I don't know what his like training's been like now, but I don't expect him to like 
necessarily start right away and play most games or all you know just because it takes time first of all to get acclimated into the system and a new team mm-hmm. and it's in a new country so it's I, I don't expect him to you know right away be like you know god mode but if he does i wouldn't necessarily be surprised i wouldn't be surprised at all if he just scored a couple of bangers from long range because uh-huh. he didn't feel like running but i wouldn't yeah, care be like, because yeah i might i'll have to go <laughs> Know, really Excellent good. Welsh accent, my friend. Oh, was it really? Are you making fun of me? No. I, I don't <laughs> know what like, a Welsh To be honest, I was like, that actually came out a little bit more Australian. Um, I'm Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> well, <clears throat> well, Bale's expectations for his fitness, I think, should be low right now. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's hard to think about, you know, because Bale's just arriving. Mm, I'm excited. I just want to see him play. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see him play. I just want to see him in uniform. Like or on I, a I training still can't, pitch. I still can't believe that until I see him like yeah. on the pitch. Like when I saw the seeing the pictures of of Kellini and like training like and yeah. stuff, I was like, it's real. <laughs> That's real. Not even seeing him at the stadium, bro. It was like seeing him in like trainers because at the stadium, mm. you know, there's a suit and everything. I was like, he just looks like an executive right now. Yeah. But, like, now I'm just like, whoa. He's an LAFC player, and I want to see Bale in LAFC gear here. That'd be cool. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, this now leads to the game that's actually happening this weekend, which is, as we've mentioned, it's a club that we cannot avoid here living in the Los Angeles area, and that is LA Galaxy, the team that resides in Carson, um, will be coming to the bank this weekend. And we know, Jorge, mm-hmm. that these are some of the biggest games of the season across MLS, mm-hmm. not just within Los Angeles. But, you know, it lately, recently, and mostly, unfortunately, Galaxy has had our number, man. Dude, I don't know. I just, it's, and it's and like this is the disappointment thing. because I think... We're not going to get over the psyche of surpassing Galaxy in Los Angeles until we get that MLS Cup. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's either that or a win. Well, no, 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 no. I take that back. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because we've seen wins, you know, at the bank against Galaxy. But, you know, for the most part, Galaxy have been the better team against us, unfortunately. Yeah. And especially one guy, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who in his first game off the bench decides to score a crazy goal from long distance over Turner. I forget his. Was nah, it? it was uh, Tyler, Tyler Miller. Tyler Miller. Tyler Miller. Why is he Turner? Matt Turner. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, El Trafico is a massive game in LA. Mm-hmm. Like the fans, you know. You know, go at it. The thirty-two fifty-two is so hyped. Like on TV, watching the game in Carson, mm. you could hear the thirty-two fifty-two. Dude, it was. I, I was there um, at the Open Cup game, and I was like, I can't hear. I was sitting like in, in a section uh, where the LAFC away fans were, but it's like right next to uh, where the Galaxy fans are. Like a like pretty much like a section over, and I did not hear them at all. I just could not hear them. I mean, eventually, you know, things turn sour. And it's a little different. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. The 32-52 is, is, is hype. It's, it's, they're, they're about the club. And, 
and it's it's so it's so contagious their energy dude to me the 3252 and Jorge you've been to big games in Europe and so have I they are almost to that level of passion of fandom of like they just want to motivate their team to win right and they're just they non-stop non-stop chanting mm-hmm. the just how loud they are yeah. the energy is and like i've mentioned before the bank experience with the 3252 well it it's mm-hmm. something special dude and it's like a thing like every time you i it's not very often that i bring new people to to the stadium but when you hear of people that like oh i want to go to an lafc game like I heard the, like, it gets really hype, like, the fans get crazy, and, and they're, like, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, there's just, like, good energy, like, it's, I heard it's a lot of fun, like, you hear that all the time, that's everyone's first reaction, oh, I heard those games are, like, really fun to go to, I've been wanting to go, like, people want to go, can you, can you imagine that, dude, we go, it's, it's funny, because we just, I, I don't want to say Bro, to us, it's, it's just, it's normal for us, yeah, but it's, it's like, so cool, because yeah. it's, like, this is home, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, we just go, and we feel yeah. at home, but people are, like, oh, I want to go and experience that. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And I'm like, yeah, this isn't something that everyone always gets to go to. And I feel so blessed and privileged and so grateful that I get to go to like these experiences and that LSU have created this environment because, dude, it, you said it earlier that we, you know, like as a kid, you were searching for that, like, you know, that some, that like passion for soccer, you know, another place. Because aside, like from like when I would play soccer with my friends or when I'd hang out with you, like, that passion for soccer I couldn't find anywhere else and how you know like when we were younger I remember we could the only places we could go catch a game was Buffalo Wild Wings that's not the case anymore no bro we're, we're going to the bank now we're going to the bank <laughs> yeah we're going to we're dude we're going to like we're like that's we get to have that experience like the going to the bank and we get we have we're gonna have the privilege to see great mm-hmm. players like Chiellini and Bale but we've had the privilege to see players like Vela and also ones coming mm-hmm. through oh, like yeah. Zlatan and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, who else bro let me escape we saw I, mean, I saw the Alfonso Davies yeah, the when Fons, he was a kid the Fonz is a 17 year old that just ripping it up you know yeah. I, it's you know we just saw Jesus Ferreira you know against Dallas that's an amazing player Paul Ariola we got two there at that point there was three USMNT mm-hmm. players on the field that's that's that, crazy Kelly Nacosta we get to see him play week in week, week out in, week out and these are top national team players um, playing not only for our club you know but also for the rest you know the rest of the league so it's so entertaining for mm-hmm. us as the fan to see not only our team be amazing with great players but others coming in and mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like the soccer culture which you and I talk about a lot, oh, yeah. is is growing. Is growing at an extremely fast pace. And here in LA, I think LAFC have ignited that passion and I soccer so. culture here. Because I think I think I think a lot of people just that you know, a lot of soccer fans just felt like that was missing here in LA. You know, it, it's been starting to grow. I feel since the twenty fourteen World Cup, it's definitely been growing. Like the the sport is, you see, it, it's been more and more popular. I see more and more people talking about it. You know, but it's you you. Once the LASC was here, it just provided something that 
that a lot of people were looking for. It's just like a hub, a little soccer like haven, you know. Which that's yeah. how I feel. I go to the bank and like from the moment I cross the street and I'm on the sidewalk, I feel different. Like I just feel like this is just you're a part of something. Yeah, like this is this is our corner. You know, this yeah. is our our stadium, like our home. Like it's just the uh, the environment. You know, just being there. Like as soon as I'm there, I feel like I like I pass like a wand like in another world like this is just soccer heaven dude I, I agree with you man like as a I, I'd call myself a hardcore soccer fan you know you're mm-hmm. around the world you I would definitely <laughs> definitely say that about you and like that's why we're like so close but it, it's so cool to like run into somebody uh, at least at events that we've had you know for LAFC or whatever mm-hmm. you know running into people talking to people and it's we start with LAFC because it's the thing we all love mm-hmm. but then it moves on to our other interest which mm-hmm. is like soccer as a whole mm-hmm. and then we all communicate things we like like it's just we all know we like the same things uh, no I agree dude you know me I'm, I'm a pretty shy person but I've I've made a ton of friends like you know going to like the bank and like I've I, like it's just there it's just different it's just the vibe, everyone's just so cool and like I finally have like a place where you know you just fit in like all, at least for me like I, I just yeah. feel so comfortable at the bank uh, yeah, LAFC really has been like a special experience uh, like you said when, when I bring people they're like whoa this is cool it's a big deal like it really has made a huge impact on my life I'm thankful that I am privileged to have mm-hmm. season tickets and buy season tickets and stuff and and it's just this club is special and it started something special from the very beginning and has kept its promises and has given back to the fans. Dude, all the like, plenty of times. I just feel like this club understands the role between, you know, a professional team, mm-hmm. a business, a soccer club with its community and fan base. I just feel like that there's a great relationship. A hundred percent. And if that, I see that too. And I feel like that adds to the happy family vibes mm-hmm. that we have for LAFC. Not only that, but the, the players are just, they're they are so personable. They, you know, yeah. they say hi to the, the, the fans afterwards and every now and then they have like some sort of like, like meet and greet events and stuff. And every time I've met a player, they've just been so, so cool. Like they just know what mm-hmm. it is like to be here. Like everyone's happy to be here because it's just such a, just a cool environment and place to be in. LAFC is indeed special, and that's why we made this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because we want to talk about the club that we love, talk about the games that we enjoy, the games that we all, you know, you know, yell for LA football club, Ole. Mm-hmm. You know Jump for LA Football Club. Ole. We made this podcast so we can talk LAFC with you because we want to communicate with the biggest community that we find, um, you know, we're connected with. We feel open. We love making friends at LAFC. Mm -hmm. And it's the one thing we all have in common. We love LAFC. And in this case, we're high on LAFC. Oh, yes. And guys, I hope you will be joining us on future podcasts. 
and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, Jorge, would you like to say anything before we head up? Yeah, thanks for listening. There's, there's definitely more to come. We'll definitely dive in a lot more into like more analytical, more opinions on stuff. Uh, we just wanted to get started, let you guys know what we're about, yeah, and uh, just you know, just give a little quick back history on on everything uh, that we possibly could. But yeah, it's just it's I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. It, like if you mentioned, like I'm a I'm a I'm a huge soccer fan, huge huge huge. You know, my my wife calls me a soccer nerd, and it's just. I just love I love everything about this I love yeah I'd call you a soccer nerd too (laughs) like like this is like this is honestly man I have a boring personality because outside of soccer I have nothing Uh, but it's just like I I love this stuff and and, you know I know a lot of you guys do as well and I just you know I'm happy that to, to be able to be here and to provide you know just my words and stuff and be able to communicate and connect with you guys too so you know, stick along for the ride. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. So we, please look forward to our next podcast, which will be coming out weekly. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that, guys. Yeah, See man. you next time. Later, guys.